The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. So what are we having today? Well, it's Friday. And, of course, it's Family Dom Friday. It is Family Dom Friday. And we just Family Dommed the afternoon away. Yes, we did. Which is awesome. Super awesome. And I'm a bit, like, mental out of it. Befuddled? But we're still drinking a gin martini because yeah, it's Friday. it's Friday. And we like to start our weekends with a gin martini. And today's a little different because we don't have Dolan Vermouth. We have Martini and Rossi. Yeah, we went back because they didn't have any. So Yeah. And actually, it's not as bad as we remember it, but it's less. a little strong. So I added a little bit less. So it has Than just, last time. Yeah, than last time. Yeah. So it has a tiny bit under one part. Okay. But there's still eight parts of gin and still 12 or so drops of orange bitters. Okay. And it's still sort of shy ice cold, of the one. Just shy part. of the one. So the glass okay. isn't quite as full. But let's, right, see let's see how it tastes. That's pretty respectable. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just that's adjusting good. that yeah. volume. Yeah, I like that. It's a perfect recipe, you know. It is. We've got yeah. it down. Got it down. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. All right, so we're in Chapter 7, The Slave's Hall of the Beauty Trilogy. Yep. And actually, this was the first chapter that vaguely was erotic. Yeah, this chapter, when I read it the first time, I really liked this chapter. Like, I thought, wouldn't that be just... The best. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so what happens is um, Beauty is escorted by the Grey Lord down the hallway, down to the slave's quarters... And in the slaves' quarters, she sees alcoves in the walls where slaves are sleeping, some are tied down. She's there's this aroma, she's like aware, not really sure what's going on. And then the Grey Lord hands her off to Leon, her groom. Leon, who becomes her groom. Well, we learn that that he is 
to be her devoted group mm -hmm. and responsible for keeping her well, caring for her, Resting preparing her, her mm -hmm. for use by the prince, which is great. Okay, good. So now we go through a little bit of the process of mm -hmm. how that looks. And mm -hmm. so she's put in a bathtub and he starts to bathe her and he touching her, he realizes that her clitoris is erect and she's sensitive to it. Right. So he puts a Band-Aid or something like that. Well, the Grey Lord, he tells the Grey Lord to come back oh. and says, take a look at this treasure. Yeah. And then he shows how she's wrecked. So then the, his name is actually Lord Gregory. He goes and gets a plaster and puts a plaster over it so right. that it somewhat desensitizes it to yeah. every touch. Right. Right. And she's instructed not to touch herself at Ever. all. Ever. And only to come with her master. Permission. Or with permission. Or with permission of her master or her mistress. We don't know of any mistress. Yeah, that she's yet. not to have the pleasures. No, not at all. And he continues to bathe her. And in bathing her, you know, she's dealing with her embarrassment. And she's yeah, sort of yeah. coming to terms with being touched by random hands. Yeah, yeah. All of that's there. And then he puts her on a bed, I guess, and dries her off and starts to rub massage oil into her. Yeah, lays her down on the bed and, and, and face down first and is really methodical. Methodical. But also he's talking to her in a very gentle way. Yeah. And sort of explaining to her what the construct is, right? So she's a slave of her master right. and these other people are mostly tributes and every slave has a groom and every groom is responsible for every slave's well-being and mm -hmm. you know she's like sort of taking this all in mm -hmm. and she's feeling a little bit conflicted because on one hand this is what she considers eroticism to be mm -hmm. she's feeling very aroused by this experience yeah but she's not allowed to feel aroused so yeah. she's struggling with that but she's also humiliated about the experience mm -hmm. and then he flips her over and he does the same thing and she's freaking out because her breasts are, are sensitive sensitive nipples are hard nipples you know? are hard but then he spreads her legs and he, he basically fingers her and his context is i have to make sure that you're not bruised and whatever and you are because the prince has been very active with you. Yeah. So he's so, sort of massaging her with oils and she's feeling very invaded. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, and if, if I got to make the final call, you'd be resting right now. She doesn't feel like his intent. She even watches him a little bit to see yeah. if his expression changes as he fingers her. And he, he's just really like and, a practitioner. Yeah. Just working. Yeah. Doing the task. Right. And she asks, like, are you aroused by this? And he sort of deflects and tells her that, you know, he wanted to put her to bed, but now she has to come along right. to the next thing. And that's sort of the end of the chapter. Yeah. But I do feel like this is the first time you sort of get a truly erotic experience where you can imagine just the ethos mm -hmm. of having her as a prepared slave right. for use, mm -hmm. cared for adored loved and to know she has a confident in the groom like she's allowed to ask him questions and have a conversation with him develop a relationship his job is to get her prepared for use and make sure she's you know it's like a groomer for a horse basically yeah. and so it's interesting because you know up until this point everything was kind of scary like weird like 
are they just abusively using these people? But yeah. then you see the back behind the scenes that the reason it's that you're my property and I own you. I, you've said this to me before. This is before when I first read it, I didn't even know you. But at the time, it, it resonates because you said, I don't break my toys. Right. And it's very much like what they're doing is he said, you won't be burned. You won't be cut. You won't be maimed. You won't right. be injured. You'll be punished and you'll be humiliated and all these other things. But like they're not out here. Even if they're sadistic, they want you for continued use. Right. And, and so they're not there to, to dispose of you. Yeah. And the intention is to return all these slaves. Yeah. And to they're, their... they're kind of on an agreement yeah. with the other kingdoms. So they take pride in the quality of the output that they give back. Right. He even boasts about a character who is about to be sent back, but begging to stay in exchange for... for Preventing um, two other princesses to be brought as yeah. tributes. And she wants to stay because she's enamored with the queen's cousin. nephew or cousin or something, ever, yeah. right? So you're sort of getting a picture like like it's an assembly line of sex slaves for these lords and ladies cared for by grooms who that's their responsibility, not just beating them. Not just here, go to them. this. Okay, we just used you. Now you're going to go to this little cell area and like lay down and right. tend yourself. And then we'll come back and use you the next time. Right. It's a little different level. Yeah, whereas when it's we It's like ran, an animal. It is like It's an like a horse. You don't just throw them in the stable. You right. groom them and wash them and, yeah. you know. When we read the story of O, her experience was she was just put in the room and repeatedly Tied up and, and repeatedly used. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is different. So I feel like the, again, the frame we're reading from is the author's, this is the author's instruction manual for her vagina. So these are the things she finds erotic to write about. Mm -hmm. And you can see this is like something that's actually sort of sexy, right? Like mm -hmm. you're cared for, you're massaged, you're rubbed, you're mm -hmm. prepared, you're sort of put on a pedestal as it were for the use of your master. And so I can see that there's some eroticism in here. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's it's interesting. This is where up until this point, I was like, wow, I don't know if I could do all that, you know, Yeah. because I hadn't even ventured into this life. And then, of course, when this yeah. happened, I was like, oh, but there is a reward. So maybe if you're right. really good, you get to be with the groom more. I mean, I'm sure my head was going in those directions at this time, yeah. because at that time I was really thinking... I just don't want to, I had worked so hard supporting my family and doing lots of things that I thought maybe it would be great that I didn't have responsibility other than to serve the person I cared about or yeah. who is it or who cared for me and that they handled, I didn't do bills anymore. I didn't go to work anymore. I didn't, you know, unless I was told to do that, right? right. But which is a whole different context than you have to do it. Right. And I thought, wow, would it, to let all that go. Right, to be a kept woman. And to be a kept woman slave. or slave or whatever. Yeah. I thought that would be so amazing because I'd never experienced that. I worked sure. through all my pregnancies and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So I just, I hadn't had, I didn't have a context no. of what that would be like. I had friends who were in marriages, even in vanilla marriages, who were kept women. I just didn't have that experience. experience. So I was just always like, it was a fantasy for me, like, Oh, to be valued that much that someone says, no, you're going to do this. This is what you're... I was like, yeah. You definitely were oriented towards service as a slave. You put yourself forward that way. And it's true, you know, you're very service oriented. So I can see how this construct would align with your sensibility. 
Yeah, it feels a part of my, we talked about this the other day, but part of my sexuality, like I get aroused and I get, I mean, I've never checked it, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe next time I do deep cleaning, I got to check to see if I'm wet. I mean, I get aroused because I feel so satisfied, like I'm in control and I'm also creating order in the universe, if you will. And so that feeds into my demi sapiosexual. I mean, that's why I'm queer. I mean, that's the re- whole point is yeah. that someone would go, that wouldn't turn me on because a lot of people are like, oh, I hate cleaning and stuff. And I, and it's not like I love it, no. but if you notice, I don't like to live in squalor, right? right? Like disgusting households. And I also tend to pick up after myself anyway. So there really, there is less work to be done on a regular basis sure. where I think people get into the problem is they just don't fucking do it anything. And then it builds up and then they're like, oh, it's a huge undertaking. Right. Yeah, it is a fucking huge right. undertaking if you do that that way. Right. But I'm strategic even in my cleaning. Right. So then when I do it, I feel not exhausted by it, but like exhilarated and excited that that's what happened. Does yeah. that make sense? Well, no, it, it fits completely into your notion of being a service submissive, mm. you know, which is really how you behave sort of every day you know mm-hmm. your every day is to do the things you just talked about it's not a one-off thing like, yeah this is just your ongoing way of being is mm-hmm. to serve and to you know make other people's lives better and you do that everywhere everywhere mm-hmm. i watched you all year with your family for example mm. right like, yeah. that's your orientation when i met women elder women in your family your aunts and stuff and we talked about some of those episodes like when you like we did my kitchen for example yeah yeah you know, um, that's so great yeah they were very much resonating with that they'd all experienced yeah, that that means your you're, you're loved but yeah. then they go oh we've all had that happen yeah. by her yeah. that means she loves you <laughs> you're from the family yeah no, that's totally true it's yeah. very cool okay good that's it for today if you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!